us. I can see us holding hands, walking on the beach, our toes in the sand. I can see us on the countryside, sitting on the grassland side by side. You could be my baby, let me make you my baby. All right, and that was My Love by Justin Timberlake featuring mm-hmm. T.I. off of the 2006 album Future Sex Love Sounds, a classic. And we're going to be talking about Justin Timberlake today because of the Super Bowl Woo! halftime show. But before we get to that, it's Shane. And it's Kaylee. And it's another Pop Talk Podcast episode. Woo! So the rundown, like we always do, mm-hmm. follow us. On the SoundCloud, which you should already be doing if you are a longtime listener. But if you're a first-time listener, you can click that follow button and you're not going to miss out on any episodes that we're going to post in the future. And also, you get access to all the past episodes, mm-hmm. which is for free, too. For free. It's for free. So, do that. And then follow us on Twitter, at Talkin' Pop. That's talking without the G, Pop. And then my personal Twitter is at Mr. McCaddy, M-R-M-C-C-A-T-T-Y. And my Twitter, um, that's kind of popping, is uh, K- Kells, K-E-L-L, six S's, and then one, two, seven, six. And of course, that will be down in the description for you if you cannot remember... Just look. Oh, we also have we also have a special. Well, I talked about it last week. We're also going to be doing one hit wonder yes. talk today, and I'm actually really excited for that because me and Kaylee don't even know what songs the other person no. picked. And I'm and I I am like sixty percent positive we'll have at least one matching. Probably. 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 But yeah, so I'm excited to, to talk about that. But mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the Super Bowl first. But before we even talk about the Super Bowl. Kaylee is yeah. going to break us down the Hot 100, which I haven't even looked at, so I don't even oh. know. I mean, I kind of just glanced, Yeah. I don't... Oh, I don't you didn't remember. write anything down. No, I don't remember any of it. It's okay, gotcha. I got you. Okay, number 10 is Thunder, Imagine Dragons. Hey! Number 9 is in its debut week, so it's debuting at number 9, is Say Something, Justin Timberlake featuring Chris Stapleton. That's the same position Filthy debuted at, too. And then it went down to, like, 90. Mm-hmm. But we know. <laughs> I actually prefer the Drake and Timbaland say something. True. I love that song. Um, wow. That's what I thought it was at first. Anyways, and I was like, yeah, they're gonna come back. Um, yeah, I, think I, I think I, I think I watched that music video or I saw the performance that they did. Yeah. Him and Chris Stapleton. Uh, oh yeah, I don't yeah, remember. yeah. I can't remember if it was good. <laughs> I haven't listened to the album yet for many reasons, but I I'll forgot it was it. out. <laughs> um, number eight is Motorsport, Migos, Nikki, and Cardi. Cardi. Number seven is New Rules, Dua Lipa. Oh, went up to number seven. Yeah. Yes, it did. Number six is Bad at Love, Halsey. Bad at love. Number five is Rockstar, Post Malone. Okay. Number four is Havana. Oh, down to number four, because, Camila. Because Finesse went to number three. Oh, back up to number three. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then same thing. The two is perfect. Ed Sheeran, and number one is still God's plan. Drake. I'm actually really surprised that. Well, you know what? I'm not. What are you? Su- I was gonna say I'm, more, I'm surprised that more songs that were performed at the Grammys mm-hmm. didn't like shoot up. But I'm some a, did. I'm not. Because well, I mean like big oh. numbers, but I'm not because most of the songs people perform were really slow and very old. 
Yeah, and very they've been out for mm-hmm. you know a while. They were the year basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. Um, awesome. So I have some rising tracks. God's plan. God's plan. Oh, I haven't heard it yet. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's on my workout playlist. I like it. Oh. I like it. I'm here for it. So some rising tracks. Stir fry. Migos is taking over the board right now. Yeah, it's Migos. Um, I have two. two Migos songs. I have Stir Fry by Migos went from 52 to 12. Wow. Um, and then Walk It, Talk It, Migos featuring Drake debuted at number 18. And then The Middle, which was in a commercial for something. or it, It's... I can't remember, but yes, it's in a they're at the, in a big yeah pushed commercial. Um, Zed, Mary Morris, yeah. and Gray. She is trying to yes, she she's is. She's trying really hard to get mm. this crossover. I'm telling you. Um, it's also in its debut week, and it debuted at number twenty three. Um, but have you heard the middle? Yeah, I thought it was okay. Doesn't it? Now I'm kind of just thinking about it now. Doesn't it kind of sound like stay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> but Zed's music never used to sound like that. That's what no. makes me mad. I want you, you know to know. You know what it is? It's this person. It's you ever written down? It's gray? gray person. Because I saw, what, I can't remember exactly. You know what? Maybe it's not. Because there's a song that I like by Mike Posner. And I think it's the Gray remix. But if it is, I can't say it's his fault because I like his remix. You know, Mike Posner was a slept on person. He is. I, you know he what? really is. His one of his the song I'm talking about. I'm probably gonna play as one of the "Don't Sleep on This" tracks mm-hmm. because, and I should have mentioned this is one of my songs from last year mm-hmm. of the year end podcast, but I totally was not even thinking about it. Okay, my phone. My... Yeah, you can keep going though. Okay. Um, the fourth one I had was "Diplomatic Immunity" by Drake. Was at number seven last week, but went down in fifty five. Yeah, because that, that's not the one the that's being promoted oh, God's Plan. Okay, I just thought it was... But, yes, yeah, so the Mike Posner is the Grey remix, so, okay, mm. it's not Grey's fault. I don't know, maybe it's that. I blame Selena Gomez. I also blame Selena Gomez. She messed him up. Um, and then the other one I had Did was... you hear about what Charlie Pooh said about Selena Gomez? I read, I skimmed through the title of it, like, before you uh-huh. got here, but I didn't read it. Oh, What okay. did he say? She said... That at both attention and how long, oh, he didn't say it verbatim like this, but he said that they're both about Selena or his relationship with Selena mm-hmm. about how she wanted attention from him, and then apparently they had started dating or something, and then he had cheated on her or something along those lines, and so she was asking. How long has this been going on? So he writes a song about it? I mean, who doesn't do that? But then she came out and said, none of this is true. We never dated. I said, I find that hard to believe. But you say whatever you want to say, Selena. She went back to rehab. So right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only other one I had was Wait by Maroon 5. Went from okay, I was gonna, oh, okay. Went That's the one I was going to say. I was going to mention. But. 88 to 56. I'm so glad they chose that as a single. I've been hearing it on the radio. I've been going in. I haven't watched the music video yet because their music videos disappoint me as of late, mm-hmm. so I refuse. It's basically Snapchat. That's like their whole campaign yeah. for this album. I yeah. don't understand mm. at all. But that's okay. <laughs> so that's the Billboard Hot 100 for this week. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know, or if you... 
We're not paying attention. If you live <laughs> under a rock, or maybe if you live in a far off third world country, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl was this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And so a couple things happened. Pink performed the national anthem. We. And so <laughs> Pink had the flu, apparently. And I always find it very ironic how during every day of the year, everyone's fine. But when they have this big performance, they're always sick. Mm-hmm. You know, they just always happen to be sick around Full the time. dramatics, darling. Right? Full so, the dramatics. Yeah, so Pink got up there. And if you haven't seen the performance, she had a cough drop or something in her mouth. Some people couldn't, they were, she, some people said... Pink takes out her gum or cough drop. I said, but if she's sick, we know it's not gum. People are stupid. Why would Pink be... Everyone, if you're a singer, you know chewing gum is not something you do before you sing. Mm-hmm. Pink's not incompetent. Yep. But yeah, so she sang, and she did the best that she could. There were a few parts that were, you know... Off. Off, <laughs> but it's okay. At least she remembered the words. That's Unlike true. some people who have sung the national anthem at the Super Bowl in the past, a la her friend Christina Aguilera. Because, you know, they're friends now. Quote unquote they're friends. They're doing a song together, apparently. Frenemies. Whatever that means. So, and a lot of people have been talking because they were saying on the internet, oh, don't talk bad about Pink because she's sick, but we can talk bad about everyone else. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. But a lot of people are. are wanting her to do the Super Bowl for next year. And I said the Super Bowl doesn't have the amount of liability waivers yeah. for her antics. I mean, Lady Gaga no jumped off. Also no, yeah, but see, Lady Gaga jumped down from the air and landed. Pink wouldn't want to land. Uh, I mean, Pink if they were inside, the maybe they could Pink hook it up. Pink would want to be in the air the entire time. <laughs> I don't know why she wanted to get on that batting wagon. What? The, the flying the in the thing? air. I don't understand. She said that she had done it. She was doing it. She started taking classes for it just as a hobby, sort of, I don't know if she said emotional stress release or something for her own personal life. Mm-hmm. And then she started realizing how she could incorporate it into her artistry. And then she did it. So I think it was very natural for her. Other people who try to do stuff like that, which seems very forced, but... As for most people I know, it's got to a point where it's, okay, Pink, mm-hmm. let's do something else. Which mm-hmm. is, you know, what she did at the Grammys. She just stood there and sang. Which you would think, oh, that's not that big of a deal. But for Pink, no, it is. Mm-hmm. It's a huge deal to just stand there. Stand on the ground. <laughs> like oh. us peasants. Like... <laughs> she said, okay, I'll bring myself down to your level. <laughs> In jeans, no less. Right, in jeans. Not even a pretty leotard. From H and M, probably. Oof. But yeah, so Pink did okay. Definitely not one of my favorite national anthem. No. Renditions at all, but whatever. So the football game happened, mm-hmm. and then we get to halftime, and Justin Timberlake performs uh, his 13-minute halftime set. Yep. So that's what we're going to talk about right now. Yep. Um, so I didn't get through all of it. Um, I did not watch the Super Bowl. I know who won. I know who lost. I know Pink did the, the national anthem. And I know Justin did the Super Bowl. 
Um, but I did not watch it because I was a not invited to anything, and B was not hosting anything, and I was tired. I I also I just want to well that's not true. Never mind. What? I was gonna say I was also not invited to anything. I kind of invited myself to something, but that's not true. I was invited to something, but I didn't go to that something. Oh. And I didn't go because I knew these people. We're not going to watch the commercials or the halftime show. And I said, then why am I going to (laughs) go? That's so true. Like, no offense, I I like hanging out with them. And if if I didn't have a podcast, maybe I would have went. But no, I got to talk about the halftime show. Mm -hmm. And I like to watch things in in the moment Mm -hmm. with the rest of the world, not Mm -hmm. just on YouTube for the first time. So, Mm -hmm. uh, peace out, guys. Well, it was also Justin Timberlake, and I wasn't... Now, like, Lady Gaga, I was there. I was on the couch. I was recording it. But um, (laughs) this was Justin, and I wasn't really all that, like, super into it. But I did watch him performing Filthy and Sexy Back and all all the, you know, important ones. And... They're all important. (laughs) Well, no, he did did exactly what I told... Well, I didn't actually tell him, but I said... I kept saying, I want Justin to do the hits mm-hmm. and the hits only. Mm-hmm. Don't give me oh, anything else. Oh, I saw him do suit and tie. Yeah. Don't give me some random thing from you in the woods at Cracker Barrel yeah, and you yeah, know, yeah. with a musket <laughs> and all that stuff. And I don't need that. Mm-hmm. I thought he sounded good, but I you will say. You couldn't even hear him. That no, pod, I know. No, I know. No, I know. I know. I felt bad for the two backup singers that. Our toes in the sand, walking in the mm-hmm. that oh, song. The two girls. The two girls. Yeah. Their mics were not. Oh, I know. Their mics were not. I know. And he wasn't even. I think his mic wasn't even. No. On. But I they will say that his dancing was that amazing. That choreo. His moves when he was doing the singing or not singing, who knows, was good. I will commend him on that. Yeah, and people were people were saying that. So uh, he got a lot of, before I get to my opinions, a lot of people were saying that his his show just wasn't entertaining because he he didn't do anything special. He kind of did a Justin Timberlake show. Sorry, I think I clicked stop on the recording, but Uh-oh. we're back. Okay. So, yeah, so he did a Justin Timberlake show, which confused me because... Everyone that I've watched, at least since I started watching the Super Bowl, has done what they do. Beyonce did a Beyonce show. Mm-hmm. Coldplay did a Coldplay show. Bruno Mars did something. Madonna did something. a Madonna show. Katy Perry did a Katy Perry show. I don't understand. People expected something. One person said, you know, the Super Bowl is supposed to be magical. I said, no, the Super Bowl or halftime show is supposed to be magical. I said, no, the halftime show is supposed to be entertaining. Yeah. Just because some people jump from the rooftops, some people ride in on lions, <laughs> some people rise from the ground like the goddess that they are. <laughs> some people drop from the sky like the goddess they are. That as well, <gasps> descending like the angel from heaven. <laughs> God, Ray. And, you know, and he was there, apparently. But that's, what, do you, what did you want him to do? Because mm. if he if he try, if he did any of those things that those other people did, you would have made fun of him, or whatever and whatnot. So, that being said, I I if you got if anyone saw my Snapchat, I thoroughly enjoyed the halftime show, because and I think 
that has a huge part to do with the fact that I'm a Justin Timberlake fan. Mm-hmm. So obviously I was looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. But yes, same thing Kaylee said. I loved his, I thought the choreography was good. It was, it was very tight. good. It was rehearsed. Mm-hmm. And I liked the, a lot of people complained that he didn't sing as much. I said, what do you want him to do? Well, I'd rather him dance. Dance. And sing. I know the songs. I'm, I was didn't even realize he wasn't singing half the time. <laughs> I was singing the songs. That's the point. You, if you guys sit there, I don't understand who can just sit there and watch the halftime show and just watch it and analyze and critique. No, I was up. I was dancing. I was having a good time. The whole point is to be entertained. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, when I went back and watched it more times, I could get more nitpicky about things and whatnot. Like, how I kept saying, I, the whole time I kept saying, all right, just bring up Beyonce. Yeah. Or is that the, and then he did Until the End of Times. So that's really random to do. That's your song with Beyonce. I know she's here. Where is she? I know. I said, and then I said, or Jay-Z. And then he did Suit and Tie. I said, okay, is Jay-Z here? And then... Um, I was wondering, I wanted him to do Love and Sex and Magic. And then Sierra that? comes on. And then she gets her boost that she needs for five seconds. I was actually, I did, that's, uh, <laughs> woo, um, great song though. But yeah, it is. I was actually surprised that Timbaland didn't show up. Wasn't there. Yeah. I mean, every song you did, he produced and made. True that. Or is on. <laughs> Whatever though. But, so, I think my favorite, okay, actually before I get to what my favorite part was. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of controversy too. He had so much controversy. I don't even know how he made it through the night. The Prince tribute part of his oh. performance. Yeah, a why lot was of that? People, so because they were in Minneapolis, which oh. is Prince's hometown. Okay. So he wanted to do something special for that, and Prince is one of his favorite artists and performers. Yeah. And a lot of people were mad because I guess originally he was going to have a Prince hologram. Yeah, and then Prince was like, Prince, Prince had yeah. said previously that he thinks that that's demonic. He thinks that that... Which I have to kind of agree with. It is kind of creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. He was like, that's giving so much disrespect to the artists themselves. Yeah, like if, I was supposed, if, I was, if I was meant to perform yeah, with it such would have such happened. person, it would have happened. Yeah, so he was not very keen on that. Yeah, so he last minute changed it to a performance clip of him and then synced it with the audio to the song which i personally thought was i thought it was done very tasteful i liked the when the lights came on in the city and it made his little symbol i Mm. thought that was amazing (laughs) and i was like that was such a nice moment and then everyone was like no blah 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 blah. i said what what i'm confused Mm? it was really that mad as a prince wouldn't want this I said he didn't, I said one, I said one. He didn't do it for Prince. He did it for you people sitting in the audience for your city. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think he chose a great song. And it wasn't super long. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, you know, I I liked the little tribute part. I thought it was nice. I thought it came in at a nice time. Him on the piano. And then he moved on and went to something else. I didn't think it was that bad. I liked that part. Uh. But. Whatever. 
The one part I will say, though, I knew it was coming. I knew it. Well, first of all, shout out to Mirrors. I was not expecting him to sing that song. I knew it was a big hit, but I wasn't expecting him to sing that. And that's one of my favorites. I knew it was coming. I didn't want it to come. But he he closed the sh- his halftime show with Can't Stop the Feeling. And so I, I feel like this is the part. If any part people were complaining about, I feel like this should have been the part people were complaining about. I said, see, I, 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 knew, I knew why he had to do it. Obviously, huge number one song from last year. It, it is middle America friendly. Like Wendy Williams said, you know, little Kevin and Emily at home on the couch <laughs> with their mom and dad enjoying that song. Kevin and, <laughs> Emily. Kevin and Emily. Wow. Let <laughs> me write those names I down. Was so done. I said Kevin and Emily. That's funny. Uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> so we did that song. It was fun. I just wish. I just don't like that he closed with it. I get it. It's a happy, fun song, so it has that type of feeling. But, again, with what people were saying about it being a little lackluster, I do feel the ending was yeah. kind of lackluster. I just felt the but whole thing. But I feel the thing. ending for most people is Super Bowl's lackluster. Not lackluster, but I thought Beyonce was lackluster, how she ended it. She went with Halo and then just like, and then like got back up and said, that's it. <laughs> And then he ended in the audience taking that selfie with that kid who didn't know who he was. Oh, yeah. Didn't know the words to the song. Mm-hmm. Was very confused about what was going on. <laughs> he said, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> so that was so... His, he's famous now, though. Yeah. Selfie kid or whatever people are calling him. Uh, but yeah, overall, I thought... I thought... Like I said, I was entertained. I'm not going to say it was my top halftime show performance. It's probably not even, you know, I would probably say definitely it's in the top five, which is what I was going to say. Well, well, how many halftime shows have you seen? Um, I was going to say, what do you kind of put, mm, or what's your sort well, of, best, I can assume I know which one's your favorite. But. Well, can you? Well, I liked Coldplay when they did it, and then they brought on Beyonce and... I was so mad at that. Really? They didn't do the songs I wanted. Oh. Well, you gotta write them, Shin. You gotta text them. I do. I, I really do. <laughs> um, I can't remember. The only ones I really, really, really remember are the Coldplay one, and then when Bruno did his one, and then Beyonce did I her one. I feel so one. bad for Bruno. I just, I think it was just too early Katie, in his career. Katie, remember Katie's? I like Katie's a lot. People, I think hers was the most. I need to go back and look at their ratings, but hers was the most watched at the time, at least. I like Katie's a lot. I thought hers was very... I thought it was very cool. Very polished. I felt that she was very Super Bowl ready. Yeah. Well, yeah, she has the, she has the songs. Yeah. She has the songs in the Super Bowl. <laughs> she was a great choice. Did she have anybody come yeah, on Lenny with Lenny Kravitz. You? Come on with Came her? out and did, played guitar on I Kissed a Girl, and oh. then Missy Elliott had... That's right. Okay. That part was so oh, hype. I remember uh, Madonna when she did hers. I didn't like Madonna's because she lip synced and she made everyone else who performed with her lip sync. So mm-hmm. LMFAO, Nikki, MIA all had to lip sync because she didn't want to sing live. That's stupid. Um, that if you're that seasoned of a performer, she just. Anyways. Um. Madonna. I think <laughs> this is the second year in a row that no one's brought on anybody. 
Yeah. Which I think is good. I think. I, I, and I say, why not? It's your moment. Did you hear what Justin Timberlake said about Vegas residencies? Mm-mm. Justin Timberlake said that it was like a, like you're going into retirement. Like that's your like last go at showbiz and then you're retiring. And, th- and then people were saying he was throwing shade at Britney because Britney's doing the residency. And then Celine did it. Mariah did it. So that was a huge thing. But I'm like, why? You get a whole Vegas it, thing. You get a whole Make millions yourself, of dollars? Are you kidding me? Money. You get to perform all the time. And the best part is you get to stay in one spot. So you get to go home to your yeah. family. Yeah. And have a normal life. And you have at least, like, whatever the contract is, like, that's your job. Yeah. For that long, I, I kind of get what he's saying, but I don't, I don't agree. No, because I don't, I, I think of having a residency in the first place. It's cool because that means people are specifically coming for you, and people come from. It's, it's like you, you go on tour, right? Mm-hmm. You go all over the country. A residency, people from all over the country come to you. That yep. sounds better to me. Also, you can also get like those ticket sales from drunk people with no money and and they'll pay to come see you and in terms of production value since you're in one place you can do what you want Mm -hmm. you don't have to think about every venue is my stage gonna fit or my props gonna blah 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 you can do Mm -hmm. whatever i saw britney had a tree up in there yes she did and all this stuff because she could Mm-hmm. I didn't see your tree at the Super Bowl, Justin. <laughs> I saw your band, though. I saw Demi had tweeted, um, no in sync, and then, like, cry face, cry face, cry face. I was like, he's so done with that. It's not even funny. And but then, why? was anyone expecting that? I 1% Wait, was. Speaking of that, just, okay, I'll get back to that, but a side note, someone had interviewed Camila and asked if she was going to do any Fifth Harmony songs on her tour, and she said, no. No, definitely not. And then she said, I hadn't even thought about that. I said, I said, me either. Who, why would anyone think she would do, why? Mm. But that's, I mean, but you got to think. But you got to think, Justin is Justin. He's been doing his solo stuff for like 10 years. He has the repertoire to do that. Camila has one album. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I don't know, I don't know what music she's going to play on tour, but I, I, didn't think she was going to do Fifth Harmony songs. I thought she would just do covers or yeah. some unreleased songs or whatnot. Mm. I never thought, what would she sing? Yeah. <laughs> They're not her songs. <laughs> it's not like Beyonce singing Destiny's Child. It's, you know? Yeah. Beyonce wrote those songs. It's different. <laughs> but So, yeah. But anyways. So, yeah. The NSYNC thing. I don't know why people were expecting that. Because when he brought them out for his VMA mm-hmm. performance a couple years ago... He didn't even want them to do that. No. He didn't. MTV suggested it, suggested it to him. He didn't want to do that. He said, "Who are these guys? <laughs> They're here. I've ascended to here. Mm-hmm. So I was glad. I said, don't bring them out. But when Beyonce, well, see, when Beyonce though brought out Kelly and Michelle again, that was different because what well, was different because they didn't break up. They're on hiatus. They are. They're they're still signed to the label. They still have one album. They have one album in their contract left. It needs to be fulfilled. And we know something is in the works. We know something is happening. How do they do that? How do they just go, okay, we're going to go on hiatus and then go on hiatus for 20 years? Because Beyonce said, I'm Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I said Kelly said I'm Kelly. No, no, but no. I mean, talking from a business standpoint, yeah, no, Beyonce sure. said I'm making more money mm-hmm. than Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do this right now, mm-hmm. and when the time is the time, you know, mm-hmm. we'll do something. But then Beyonce just kept getting bigger, and she just kept saying, "One more year." <laughs> See, I already do enough charity work. Just kidding. Charity work. You see the movies I do. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so yeah. So yeah, I was glad NSYNC didn't come out, even though a lot of people were also saying he should have brought out Janet, and Janet shut that down. She said, no, "Why would I do that?" Same thing. She said, "No." Mm-hmm. And I said, "I wouldn't want her to come out on his show anyways. If anything, she should get her own show mm-hmm. and whatnot. Because if she, that would just, it would be very distasteful." Yeah. Like, oh. Well, did you notice he's... Here we go again. There was a whole thing about how Justin stopped singing that part. Oh, Rock Your Body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He stopped the song right at the... Right at the right part. At the part. Yeah, so, and then he was like, mm. Yeah, and people said, like, wow, Ugh. that's so disrespectful for you to do that song. I said, Why? It, it was, was a, a hit. hit. Yeah. And I'm glad you did that song because I wasn't even thinking about that when yeah. you performed the song. I was just thinking, hey, Rock Your Body. Mm-hmm. But... me. Whatever. Yeah, so I think my probably he's probably up there for me just in terms of entertainment because I thought I thought it was very tight, like you know we went from segment to segment and the yeah. dancing was great. But I think yeah, Katie, Beyonce, Gaga, they're all up there for me. Parts of I liked Coldplay's honestly would be at the top for me because I liked the message that they had with their performance mm-hmm. and I loved loved the Beyonce like, formation Uptown Funk dance off segment. Thought that was fantastic. I just wish they had done the songs I wanted them to do. But <laughs> 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 but yeah. Okay, so that was the Super Bowl mm-hmm. halftime show performance. Who do you think who do you think should do next year? Or, um so next year it's gonna be in Atlanta and Bruno Mars is, is oh, I suggesting saw, yeah. that It'd be hip, uh, somebody like a hip hop person from Atlanta. And I said, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It should be a hip hop person. I don't, there hasn't been or a, a rap artist who has performed at the halftime show. I don't think it should be someone from Atlanta because all the rappers that are currently out who are from Atlanta don't appeal to Kevin and Emily. You know, in Wisconsin or. <laughs> Wherever hmm. <laughs> in Kansas, you know. I almost want it to be like Imagine Dragons or like, uh, and then they bring on Khalid for that one song. Yeah, Ooh, yes, or Kendrick. Kendrick could do it. I think Kendrick could, and then uh, oh. I think Rihanna could also do it, but I don't mm-hmm. think she'd be that interested in it. Well, she was actually up for it. I think the same year Coldplay was. It was between her, Coldplay, and mm-hmm. some other person. But I never, I always kept saying I don't want Rihanna to do it because I don't want a bad performance. But after the Grammys, I said, wait, is she, is there, is there an, a spark? <laughs> or is there, are we going to start performing again? Or, or, Shane, they could just bring, they could say DJ Khaled, and then he could bring out oh, everybody cool. on earth that's been on a song of his. He and could. there you go. That would take a lot of rehearsal, though, and a lot of scheduling. But would it be worth it? Are you kidding me? Like, 
all I do is win into wild thoughts into it, no it would be really cool taking and over was, into you know if that amount of people were willing to cooperate on a single thing yeah. that would be pretty awesome the realisticness of that i don't think whatever i'll happen. make it happen but i'll make some calls i i want to keep saying especially if you want a hip-hop person i'm still saying kanye well, I'm okay. Still I would love Kanye I mean, to do Kanye it. Kanye with you know. But I some want like guidelines. 2007 Kanye. Yeah, no, the hits. Same thing, Justin. We want the hits. Yeah, we want yeah, this yeah. new whatever yeah. this is. Well, maybe up until 2014, Kanye. That's when he went a little haywire. But he was going through some stuff, like um. So up until. Like Paris. Okay. See, they could bring out Jay. You know how hype that song would be at the Super Bowl. Do you know how? And then um, Mercy, Mercy, and yes. um, I want stronger. Click, click, and yep. strong. You know, strong, that would be I a want show. Gold digger, come on, that, yeah. would, that would be great. And then, so he was one of my things. Our perk people, and then someone that I, I kept hearing talks about, not talk from the NFL, but just from people that never crossed my mind, and I'm actually very surprised they haven't done it yet, or at least been offered. Is J Lo. Well, J Lo has hits and yes, can perform. Yes, she does, and yes, she can. But and she I would. I want to hear. Let's get loud. Let's, let's get, get loud. loud. I would get loud. Turn the music and, and the dance and on the floor. Come and get on the floor. She would and I get right. Yeah, and she, and she had all the. I'm still Jenny from the in Atlanta. See, she from Atlanta. No, no, but she's Jenny from the block. Right. She'd be a great choice. But yeah, if Rihanna did it, now I'd be kind of like, she would need an album. But even to a hip-hop person, I thought kind of, I said, <clears throat> I said, well, they want a hip-hop person that appeals to middle America. I said, Nicki Minaj does that pretty well. Now she does. Yeah. I'm saying she appeals to, you know, both markets. The only thing I don't like about what what, she would do but the only thing i don't want like or want to happen if kanye ever did it is he's gonna make it very political that's what i'm saying i said kanye with some guidelines yeah or (laughs) he'll like i saw actually i saw a video of him today actually on in a concert and literally he walked up to the piano hit a key and then walked away for like 10 minutes and as the crowd was just cheering he was just like oh i'm kanye i'm kanye Think of Kanye, I'm Kanye. Like, no. Like, da 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 you know? <laughs> Do the song. Don't make me wait for it. No, no. Well, I mean, sometimes it's the anticipation. You gotta get that built. He was also wearing, like, a studded mask. It was mm-hmm. very weird. Drake could do it. You said Drake couldn't do it. Or did you not? Did I? Hmm. I think Drake could do it now. Yeah, I think... Oh, yeah. He could definitely do it now. I'm just... Because I'm also thinking about... See, I'm not thinking Drake about Drake doing it solo. I'm thinking about Drake and then who he could bring out. Just bring out well. Rihanna. That's five of his songs. <laughs> what? I'm right. If Drake performed, <laughs> you are right. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. She gave him like two da- number ones. Three number ones. Maybe even more. No, just two. Just two? Okay. Yeah, just two. But... If Drake does perform, they need to bring out the entire, not the entire, but most of the, no, that wouldn't, it wouldn't Young happen, money. but it wouldn't happen, but to do Better Off. Yes, be I was great. just thinking that. That would be fantastic. Or David Guetta or like, um, 
Calvin Harris, like, if they just did it, but then brought on all the people that did their songs. Again. Like, I mean, I don't know. Coordination. I know. It would be great if some, like I said, if people were willing to do that, it would be great. Who else be, as long as, as long as, I don't think she'll, I honestly 100% don't think she'll ever perform Taylor Swift, and I hope she doesn't. No, I God, don't, no. I don't need, don't need that, don't need those screechy vocals. No, I don't think that's super... I don't think she's Super Bowl. No, I don't. I'd rather see Pink than I'd see Taylor Swift yeah. at Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I don't ever want to see Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. Ever. I'm trying to think of who else. But. I feel like a group should do it. I mean, like, Maroon 5? No. 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 And it's so hard because you have to think... It has to, it's, it has to be... It does have to be 13 minutes yeah. of entertainment. And it's like, okay, who... Can do that. Well, you saw Imagine Dragons. I mean, were they pretty Super Bowl-y? I mean, I was going to say, I don't, I don't think they... Well, before I was going to say, I don't think they have the material, but since Believer and Thunder became huge hits, I think mm. they, yeah, I think they could because they have Believer, Thunders, Demons, Radioactive, yeah. a lot of the stuff on the first album they could yeah. do. But what I mean, about Bleachers? No. <laughs> You know, I would already be there. I'd probably buy a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Front row, like, <laughs> with, like, a little foam finger. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully they, hopefully they, they, they announce it yeah. soon. Never mind. Totally irrelevant. Aw. I thought it was going to Oh, no. I was going to mention something about Kylie Jenner having a baby, but that's totally Oh. Irrelevant. I was going to say, because speaking of hip-hop people, I was thinking Travis Scott. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Stormy? Did you? Yeah, I did. What yeah, the heck is that? That family. <laughs> but anyways, okay, let's get into this one-hit wonder. <laughs> okay, so what me and Kaylee did was is that we each went and picked five. You have five, right? Yes. Yeah, we have five one-hit wonders, and we went and took time to research, get some information about them, and then why we think that they became one-hit wonders and why... And whatnot. So we'll go one person, one song, the other person, we'll just go back mm. and forth like that. And then obviously, if we have one that is the same, we'll kind of just both talk about it then. So do you want to go first or? I I guess I'll go first. Okay. Um, and then whenever we're done yeah. talking about it, we'll play the song. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, so my first one is um, somebody that I used to know, Gautier and Kimbra. Oh my gosh, I'm so dumb. <laughs> is that your first one? No, it's not. I just didn't. That didn't even. I didn't even think about. Oh, that one, but that, yes, that's a funny one. That is. I couldn't stand that song. Oh, <gasps> I love that song. No, I still my, love that one song. One of my friends made made me sing it with her at karaoke, and I said, "Why? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be somebody that I used to know." Yeah, okay. I like I like singing the song. I just. Um, so information, this was his second single off of his third album, Making Mirrors. He's from... Take that, take that. Say it, say it, say it one more time. He, it's his second single off his third second album. Second single off the third mm-hmm. album. Second mm-hmm. single. Um, <laughs> Making Mirrors is what the album is called. Um, he won two Grammys from this song. He mm-hmm. won Best Pop Duo Group Performance and Record of the Year. He was that year's... Portugal the Man. Yes, it was. Yes, he was. 
Um, he's from Australia or New Zealand, one of those two. Um, it's, Didn't that song go number one? It stayed number yeah. one on Billboard Hot 100 for eight weeks. Wow. Um, it was it's it's it was his last album he released as of right now. Um, wow, he was shook. <laughs> but I will say that he, didn't know what to do. he has other songs that are really good. Yeah. Um, he has Eyes Wide Open, which is a fantastic song, and My Heart's a, or Heart's a Mess, mm-hmm. which is really good. Are those from that same I think album? they are from that same album. Um, they're really good, and he's, I think, writing and touring still. Okay. Just, like, around. So, what, you, sorry, did you say the year? Uh, I think this is 2012, I think. That's a long time. I yeah. Really, I really believe he, the song got big, he got shook, and, oh, I don't know how to follow this mm-hmm, up, so mm-hmm. I'm just not. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, it's his third album, yeah. so he was around for a while. Yeah. He was around with no hit, with not yeah. anyone knowing who he was. Exactly, because he was somebody that people used to know. Maybe that's yeah. why he made it a one-hit wonder, because that was the message of the song. That was his, it was like a prophecy, and he mm. had to fulfill it. And he said, I have to be somebody that they used to know. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, no, I've, I've, I've always liked the song. I've, I liked, I've liked a lot of the covers that people have done of the song. Mm-hmm. Like Pentatonix did it. They did it on Glee as well. They did it on Glee. Um <sighs> Chester C is his name. They actually did a very. There was a good duet. I can't remember the people's names. Two people sang it though on American Idol. It was Philip Phillips and then some girl who uh, lost the show. That was really good. Um, Chester C and some other girl does did a very good cover of it. Um, yeah, I just think it's a it's a pop, it's a poppy song. It was always like a one hit wonder, but you know, um, what else was I gonna say? Yeah, um, the video was pretty interesting. It was very original. Somebody. And they, I don't remember, I, I don't remember if you were there or not, but I'm sure you've heard it a million times that this was the song that a group of singers sang at our graduation yes, ceremony. I do remember that. And it was like, why? Because <laughs> it's a very, like, sad song. <laughs> I'm telling you. And then I realize now it that funny, I it is somebody that I used to know. It's funny though because specifically your class <laughs> was probably thinking, yeah, you're all somebody. That's what I'm saying now. I'm like, oh yeah, you're probably right. But at the time we were all looking yeah, at each other uh, like, what is going on? That's funny. Um, so yeah, so this is my first one hit wonder. Uh, Somebody that I used to know, Gautier and Kimbra. You said that you could let it go And I wouldn't get you hung up on somebody that you used to know But you didn't have to cut me off Make it like it never happened we were never I need your love But you treat me like Alright, awesome. <clears throat> so my first one it's actually a song that I've just... I've actually been playing this song a lot, especially yeah. for the the kids yeah. when we play games and stuff, but it's Who Let the Dogs Out by Baja Men. Okay. So the song came out in 2000. Mm-hmm. It was originally written by this person named... I'm going to butcher the name. 
Anselm Douglas, mm-hmm. and that song was originally titled Doggy, and he wrote it for the Trinidad and Tobago Carnival in 1998. So it was just a random song that was going to be for, you know, a carnival. And then this producer by the name of Fat Jack, wait, wait, what? Oh, my bad. So, <laughs> sorry. The song, the song then went to a producer named Fat Jack, who then said, gave it to the Baja men to record. And they changed it to Who Let the Dogs Out. Something I didn't know, or I didn't remember at least, Did until s- I researched, is that it, the reason why I know it is because it was in Rugrats in Paris, the movie. Oh. I uh, just... Just I just know it. Oh, um, I just but that's that's how I know it. That's how I, I know how I know it mm-hmm. from the movie because Rugrats. Fun fact about me: Rugrats is my favorite cartoon of all time, and the Rugrats in Paris the movie is legendary. Yes, a it lot is. better than a lot better than the first one, but that's my opinion. Hating on Dill Pickle. Being Dill Pickle born? wasn't. Oh yeah, I was like he wasn't in the first one, but he yeah, that was kind of the point, right? <laughs> <laughs> It won a Grammy, though, for Best Dance Recording. Mm -hmm. And the group didn't even want to record the song at first. They thought it was a stupid song, which is funny because a lot of people think it's a stupid song. But their management had this vision of it becoming a huge hit, which it kind of did. It charted in the top ten in many many European countries, but it actually only reached number 40 in the United States. Really? Yeah. I thought it was much bigger than that. No, it it was not like a radio hit. Not huh. that I knew what that was back then, but yeah. it just, yeah, it was. I'm telling you, it, it was the movie and the soundtrack. You know that for me, they're not talking about actual dogs. You know they're talking about ugly women, right? I believe it. I don't know that because I'm not listening to the lyrics. <laughs> I'm just saying, FBI. No, I- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I read about it. Also, no, I believe it though. Baja Men did a song for the first Shrek that I love. It's like a oh dun 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 oh dun 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 dun. It's it's a very from good Shrek? song from the first Shrek. Yeah. The only song I know from Shrek is you know which one. I'm... Somebody yeah. wants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they <laughs> did a very a really good like samba kind of. Yeah pop song for Shrek, and it's on the DVD, the music video, and that's how I know it. Um, so you should check that out, if, if you know what that is. But, <laughs> you, you yeah. know, if you're but that's the only, that's all I have for yeah. I said, so the reason why I said that, I think this was like a one-hit, uh, wondrous type of situation. I said, so the song was released on the same name, or the album was called Who Let the Dogs Out. It was their sixth, sixth album. <laughs> not, not their first, not their third. Really? Not their second. It was. Were their they really big in the in the on the islands or like where yeah, they, they were they're, from? They're definitely yeah. They were big in their community and whatnot. But their album, which I actually did listen to a few more of the songs when you know a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was actually not that bad. And this and they actually got a lot of positive reviews from the critics. It was just the song that people hate. And I said also too, I said since most people, at least that I can recall, knew it from the Rugrats movie. How many I mean, 
obviously we live in a different age now, but how many songs from movies mm -hmm. would get that popular, mm -hmm. you know? And just uh, people weren't thinking, Rugrats movie, who let the dog sell? I'm going to go check out the Baja Men. I'm going to go <laughs> see what they're all about. No one was doing that. Yeah. And so, and I think that's kind of just it. It kind of just became a novelty mm -hmm. song, which I still jam to it. I think that song is just, it's very fun. So, this is Who Let the Dogs Out by Baja Men. The party was nice, the party was bumping. And everybody having a ball. Until the fellas start the name calling. And the girls respond to the call. Alright, so my second one hit wonder um, is Shake It by Metro Station. Oh my goodness, I love that song. I know. Tierra loves that song too. And I love. So this was their third single, but it was their first. It was their international debut single for their self-titled debut studio album. That's a very complicated rollout process. But yes, okay. um, it that's probably why they didn't succeed. But that's <laughs> well, they This song peaked at number ten on Billboard Hot One Hundred. Mm -hmm. I remember. And <laughs> me at the front door. Me at the front door. I love that song. Uh, me too. Um, so good. They now the band themselves went on hiatus in 2010 and returned in 2011 without Miley's brother Trace, who was in that the was band. Their exactly. He was a singer, right? No, he was a guitar player. Oh, okay. Um, they then put out many EPs, but their second full-length album in 2015 is Savior. Is called Savior. Mm -hmm. Then Trace came back and announced a tour in 2016. So. Um, but did they go on that tour? I think they announced it, but I don't think they, <laughs> Look, they, think they on went the on tour? it. <laughs> um, but it's a it's super catchy. It's amazing. It's a bop. Uh, I used okay. to walk to that song all the Honestly, time. Honestly, that's I'm gonna play a song tomorrow for the kids. <laughs> but if you don't, I feel like if you don't. At least move a little to that song. There's something wrong with you. I think we're falling in love. Da, 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 da. It's just so it's it's fun. It's not like it's not serious at all. It just no. makes you feel good. Da, 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 da. And it's also too very. At least I know for us in our age group, it's very nostalgic. Very nostalgic. I, I can I can tell you the place I was mm -hmm. when the song first came out. I can reflect on those mm -hmm. memories of those people and that's why I like those type of songs. Going back to the Grammys, do you ever think about how many one-hit wonders have Grammys and then they those people went, okay, thanks, I'm done. Bye. Honestly, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I don't think I would do that, but I can, well, I got my dream. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna go live my normal life now. I mean, hey. Time for audiobooks. <laughs> Time for audiobooks. <laughs> but yeah, so my second one hit wonder is Metro Station with Shake It. Tonight you're falling in love. Let me go now. This feeling's starting me up. Here we go. Now she does it like this, swing it to it like that. Now she touches like this, swing it, touch it right back. If she moves like this, swing it, move it like that. Come on, shake, 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 shake. Shake, 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 shake. 
Okay. So my next one is Take On Me by AHA. What? Do you have the other one too? No, but I have an old one. Okay. Most of mine are kind of... Because they're all old. All the one-hit wonders are yeah. either 80s or 90s. Yeah, yeah. The classic ones. It's insane. I tried really hard not to do it because I didn't know if you were going to do it. Well, see, I wanted to do some, like, at least ones from mm -hmm. earlier, but it's so hard. I don't want to say someone's a one-hit wonder. It. Yeah, well, they might, you know, later on. Who knows? Classic example of that is Carly Rae Jepsen. She's not a one-hit wonder. No, exactly. She's not, but the world people, thinks she is. I know. Is. A lot of people think she is not. Carly has... She's sleep. a fantastic songwriter. She makes bops. Y'all gotta deal with it. Y'all sleep. <laughs> oh my gosh, that girl's so talented. Wow. Ugh. She's gonna... Let's talk about her at some other point. But, so, yeah. Aha, Take On Me. So this was an 80s song, obviously. It was their debut single. And it the song took two versions and three releases to chart in the UK. So took, In the UK? <laughs> Everything charts in the UK. <laughs> they took two versions of the song and them releasing it three different times for it to chart. Not for it to, you know, climb higher, reach yeah. number one. No, no, wow. No, to chart. That's insane. But we're not here to talk about the UK because we're in America. The song, though, did hit number one in the US. Really? Yeah, but largely in part to MTV playing the music video a, a lot. Times, yeah. which was very innovative at the time with the pencil mm -hmm. sketch animation, which I learned was called rotoscoping. So Fun for fact. you smart people out there. <laughs> and they combined that with live action, which was something that no one had ever done before. And to think that, I know the 80s was not that far ago. Far ago? <laughs> I know, it's <laughs> just saying. Whatever. <laughs> long ago. Yeah, long ago. It was 30 years ago. But it's just... It's true, that video was like, wow, we've never seen something like that with the live action. So that was a huge combination, which obviously I can see why people would play that video a lot. And Glee, just for a shout out, did a really nice cover of that, with re recreating the video, at least. I thought, I thought they did a good job. But the video won six VMAs and was nominated for eight. And the video took 16 weeks to edit. Wow. So, I mean, it paid off for them. Thankfully. It sure did. I would have been like, it sure did. look, <laughs> this doesn't work out. I'm quitting. But, right. And then, so, I said apparently they had another top 40 hit called The Sun Always Shines on TV. I've never heard of it. Nope. Exactly. Me either. So, and then why, the reason why I said, I think they're a one hit, I said it's because I think when you're, I wrote. I think when your first single is highly funded and pushed, you're setting yourself up to fail. Also, the music video is way too innovative and revolutionary in music for its time. How do you follow that up with something people will care about? But it's true. Yeah. I mean, when you have something that massive and that extreme, okay. And when we live in a world where people want more, or they expect more, they expect better every time how do you do that mm -hmm. when that's your first mm -hmm. and I, th I just don't think they ever had 
nothing was ever better than that. So I was like, okay, great. And then you kind of just fade away. Yeah. And I think that's what happened to them, unfortunately. Good song, though. Yeah, very good song. So this is Take On Me by Aha. Aha! So my next one hit wonder came out in 1993. Um, I I feel like this is a one hit wonder that is like almost like the king of one hit wonders. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's Hadaway with What Is Love. What is love? Baby, Baby, don't hurt hurt me. me. So this came, this came from his debut album, the album. Um, yeah, it. This is why. <laughs> it peaked at number 11 on the Hot 100. Okay. But he, I mean, he had some follow-up singles, hit it big in his native Germany and Europe. But other than that, not much has been going on with him lately. But it's been sampled by Eminem. And Kaisa? Yeah, Ke- song No Love. Right. Hmm? Oh, that the, Hideaway Girl. Yes. She does. Not Hideaway, but. Yeah, it's Hideaway. It is? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm thinking Hideaway by Dea. Where do those good, good... Uh, no. But her song is... Take me higher than you ever yeah. before. That one. Yeah. I didn't know You're just a hideaway. You're okay. just a feeling. Fair enough. I like that song. Quite. That... She does a cover of this song mm-hmm. that makes me cry every time. Oh, I'm really? It's, is it like a ballad? It's beautiful. It's like um, it's she's singing, but it's piano, mm-hmm. and it's really good. What I suggest that? checking it out. But I mean, it's a fantastic song. Mm-hmm. I jam to it all the time. It's on my phone, like the original version is on my phone. No It's it's beautiful, and um, beautiful. I think he knew what he was doing when he when he wrote it. I mean, he's obviously making royalties left and right. Yeah. If people are taking it. Yeah. Um, sample it. Get that money. Yeah, but again, he didn't think, I don't think he was, he thought it was going to be a one-hit wonder, because he obviously wanted to, he did more music yeah. in Europe, um, but again, like you said, you, he, you know, what do you, how do you follow what is yeah, love? it's hard, yeah. It's very hard. Yeah. So, this is my one-hit wonder, What is Love by Hadaway. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me, don't hurt me, no more. one is right right said fred i'm too sexy um from 1991 mm-hmm. so this was their debut single as i think almost most of mine no they're not just kidding i have a lot of them that are debut singles though but it peaked at number one in the u.s and it stayed at number two in the uk for six weeks wow. being blocked by brian adams everything i do i do it for you it's a Great beautiful song. song yep so, and then, so I got, 
The idea of the song came around when the brothers were working out at the gym and one of them started to take off their shirt and they were just randomly singing the lyrics, you know, I'm too sexy for my shirt, mm -hmm. as a joke. And then they went to the studio and it started off as an indie rock song, actually. But it was rejected by every record company before a, a guy who worked at radio suggested they make it into a dance track and then it became the song we know today. And as most people know, its its legacy is being held by Taylor Swift, who sampled it in "Look What You Made Me Do." <laughs> End statement. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> but so, and I like I said before when we talked about "Look What You Made Me Do," I like that. I like the sample because I, I do think that I'm too sexy for my... It's catchy. Yes, it's dumb. The lyrics are trash, but it's catchy, which is actually what I said when I said the reason why I think it's a one hit. I said because when your debut single is something very specific and niche, no one's going to take you seriously, seriously mm -hmm. after that or not even acknowledge you as a musical group because uh, until I looked up this song... I did not know who was the artist. Okay. I couldn't tell you Jack Squad. <laughs> I really couldn't. But <laughs> but this is I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. And I am too sexy for Milan. Too sexy. Okay, so my next one-hit wonder is a sleeper hit. Y'all slept on this one. Uh -oh. um, I swear, this was in 2009, and it's uh -oh. LaRue with Bulletproof. I was l literally just playing that song today. I, I love that song. It was a sleeper hit in the U.S. It peaked no, at number... I yes, it was. It, it peaked at number eight on the Hot 100. Yeah. Um... It was the third single off of the first album. Now, LaRue is not, it's a band. Like, it's a two-person. Yeah. Um, LaRue, um, their single off first album, LaRue. And then she kind of disappeared. She collaborated with Skrillex for In For The Kill, mm -hmm. um, which was nominated for Best Dance Recording hey. at the 53rd Grammys. Damn. And the... And her album won the Grammy for Best Electronic Dance Album. Oh, nice. She's done backup vocals for Kanye and Jay-Z. And her second, that second album in 2014, Trouble in Paradise. Um, but other than that, that's it. She's been pretty low-key um, just doing stuff yeah, here and there. Scared. But Bulletproof was so... Was a, such a... Explosive debut in the U.S. because yeah. people in the U.K. listen to that kind of stuff yeah, all it was, the time. It was very different for us to hear on it, radio. Exactly, and this was actually the first thing I looked up on YouTube when I got my Wi-Fi in my room. Oh, really? First thing I I looked I'm up was sure this. The first thing. Oh, this should have been one. No, no, because it's not a one hit to me. But <laughs> the first one I looked up when I first got Wi-Fi, I believe, was. 
What's that Captain Luna song? Why not? Why not? Why not? It wasn't a one hit winner because she also did run the show. Get out of here. Get out of here. That's not a one hit. I don't care what people say. Run the show is great. I was going to run the show the other day. Like, get out of here. Anything Busta Rhymes touches. Come on now. Come on now. For the most part. For the most part. Um, so yeah, I just, I thought that it was, it was, it, it's catchy, it's, her vocals sound really yeah. good on it, she oh, looks cool too, yeah. in the video, like, it obviously was nominated and won Grammys and all that good stuff. Do, 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 do. So this is LaRue with Bulletproof. Probably no, it's not. I was gonna say it's one of my favorites. Probably I was gonna say it's probably my favorite on the list, but I like all of them on the list. But sorry, there was something flashing on the screen. But it's Barbie Girl by Aqua from 1997. Mm-hmm. So this song peaked at number seven on the in the U.S. on the Hot 100, and it peaked at number one in many many countries. Almost every other country, it peaked at number one. <laughs> and then, oh, so they had a lawsuit from Mattel who sued them because they thought there was a double meaning in the suggesti- suggestive lyrics that they thought were ruining their trademark Barbie. And the lawsuit was eventually dropped because Aqua said that Mattel was putting their own meaning into their lyrics. Because they were saying, you're reading this with double entendres. You can't say that that was our intention. We just wrote a song. Mm-hmm. And so... You're just jealous that went number one. And like, you you're know, just mad that we jelly. didn't have to give you any money. Yeah, <laughs> true that. So yeah. And this song, I remember just going hard to it all the time. My middle school friends is probably one of that song and Rave Girl. And it was pretty rave, Yeah, that about was her. my our our middle school my middle school group. So those were our two songs. I know Barbie Girl from my mom. What people don't understand. What people don't understand is that and dress me music everywhere. in Europe and music in the U.S. are two totally different entities. Yes, especially especially when it comes to pop music. Yes. And that is the reason why some people do not succeed. You don't see Kylie Minogue on any of these US lists, but in Europe, she still fly. Oh I'm, after thirty yeah, years probably. I was gonna say the same thing with like little mix, they make great but where do you hear them here? You exactly. Know. So I hear my mom has you know, she oh, grew up Ed Sheeran. She yeah. She grew up in Germany. Yeah, so she has yeah, who? My mom grew oh. up in Germany, so she has a whole different taste in music. Yeah. And Barbie that's, Girl... That's why she's always like, who is this? Exactly. <laughs> so my mom had a CD with, like, um, like with Barbie Girl on it and, like, Pump Up the Jam, What is Love, like, all those techno, high, Europe, 
yeah, bet. Um, so that's where I know Barbie Yeah, bet. Yeah, yeah, Barbie Girl from. Um, but yeah, and honestly, I prefer the Europe mix. Like the Europe kind of yeah because feel. because Europe it's so stupid to even say this Europe makes Europe makes pop music yes it does yes they do yes they do we in the U S make trash kind of <laughs> we kind of make more oh sorry I should say Europe makes more pure pop music yeah. where we especially as of late we're very trendy. Like, we'll have our pop structure, but we'll always put a trend on it. Like, you know, last year was trap music, or before, in 2016, it was like that that low bass urban sound, where, you know, everything was just work, work that same one syllable repeating yeah. thing. Or then we had, you know, an EDM phase. You know, we have phases, and that's why mm-hmm. it's always so hard for us to find an identity in American pop music, which is why a lot of European pop artists don't succeed over here because they don't want to be trendy. They just want to make their music for where we say, nope. And that's what my mom says all the time. She watches everything with me, like the Grammys mm-hmm. and the this and that. And she says at least three times in the award show, what is this music? This isn't real music. Like, what is this? Because it's the same stuff all the time. But it sells. For- well, yeah, it does. It sure does. Um, There used to be a time where we cared about the music and the artistry. In the art of music. But that's okay. (laughs) That's (laughs) okay. But yeah, I said the song, uh, the song was a one hit because, again, like all the other songs I've picked, it's just very specific, very niche. I said, but they did have, they did have other hits around the world and they sold millions of albums. So they weren't, they just, they weren't unsuccessful, but in the U.S., they just, oh, I said, but in the U.S., US they just never really had that same type of success, and I said, just like we were just talking about, but the U.S. just has never been a huge fan of Europop. Just isn't, for whatever and reason. And unless you we'll really. Take one, we'll take a song. Yeah. But. Every, yeah. And <laughs> if you don't know about it, you're never going to. Yeah. And. Another song I popped in my head just now is It Goes Around the World Just La 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 La. Have you heard that song? It Goes Around the World Just La 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 La. That La 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 sounds so familiar. Well, yeah, okay. because that Auburn chick. La 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 La. No, I think I know the song you're talking oh. about. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. It's, I uh, I forget who it's by, but that's another example of what was like on the CD. That True. Anyways. Okay. But yeah, this is Barbie Girl by Aqua. Okay, my last one hit wonder, and I say this because my first note on this song is Was the Shiz. <laughs> um, it's Me and You by Cassie. Oh. And this was in 2006. See, uh. What? I honestly, I still, I still still hear that song as if it were new mm-hmm. that I don't even I'm like oh yeah 
That kind of was her only hit, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. It was her debut single from her self-titled debut but you album. Know what? Girl made had to have made bang off of that song because they played that. Um, she made something. Like Noah's. <laughs> debut album Cassie. It peaked at number three on the Hot 100, mm-hmm. and it remained in the top 40 for nearly five months. Yeah, I'm telling you that song. It was a. It was like the first bop of bops. <laughs> like. Bop. Before Bop was even a thought. <laughs> um, I found out that we share a birthday. Oh, nice. Um, she did some collabs with Diddy and Akon. Who they're like engaged or something now, right? They're dating. Okay. They've been Just dating me. since been forever. Since they did, and, st- and she was in Step Up to the Streets. Yes, I do remember her part. She put out a second album, Rockabye Baby, yes, in 2013. She's dating Diddy, and in 2017, released a single, Love a a Loser with Jeezy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do remember that as well. Um, I think that this was a one-hit wonder for her, only because she didn't really... She Obviously, she made an album. Just say it. What? She can't really sing. No, she can't. But that song was a bop. It was. (laughs) It was just her talking. Yeah, but I think think it's a one-hit wonder because I think she wanted... To focus on like acting and modeling and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Or and maybe that's what she was pants. told. I mean, she was always signed to his label, so. I know. I mean, um, but I commend them because probably, they've been said, together. As soon as she started dating, she probably said, I don't need to mm-hmm. make music to get money. I'll do step up too, and that's it. I'm done. I don't have to do anything except be pretty and date him. <laughs> she has been modeling yeah. and stuff, so. But yeah, that was my last one hit wonder, and I really, I, I truly believe that that was like the first bop. Like, bop, bop. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is Me and You by Cassie. See you on me too. Now it's me and you. Now, I've been waiting, waiting. Think I wanna make a move. Now, baby, tell me if you like it. So we actually don't have any that. Yeah, that's all. Matched. That's very strange. But so my last one, and I I love this song. I love it so much, and I was actually so, it sounds so bad, but I was glad to know that this was just when I looked up a list that I saw this song up here on here. I mean, I knew it was a, a one hit wonder, but I was like, I didn't even think about this. But it is Mambo Number Five. Uh. By, I think his name is Lou Bega. Lou Bega! Yeah, so the song was originally recorded and composed by, again, butchering the name, Damaso Perez Parado. Mm. He was Cuban, or he is Cuban. He's <laughs> he dead. was Cuban. Like, he was Cuban. <laughs> um, and yeah, so then Lou recorded a vocal version which sampled the original for his debut album, A Little Bit of Mambo. The song went number one in many countries, but only peaked at number three in the United States. You see that? You see that pattern? Mm-hmm. You see that? America. Get on it. <laughs> so, and then also, after, there was a big seven-year lawsuit that ended with both parties just having to be credited as co-writers because the Damasa dude said, so you're just going to use my song and not tell anyone because... The what, the you know the, the beat or whatever yeah. the production on the song is, basically the guy Lou just recorded 
his vocals over that, basically. Oh. And so the guy was like, uh, can I get <laughs> some money or not? Yeah. And so then they guess they finally settled it, and now they're just both co-writers on the song. And then why I said why it became a one hit, I actually said, I'm actually not sure. Because I think, I think the song is great. I hear it. It comes on the radio all the time, especially 101.3. The song is always playing. I always hear about Jessica. I always hear about Mindy or whoever she talks about. Sarah. Rita. Right? Rita. Rita Ora. Sandra. Sandra. Sandra and Rita. No, yeah, yeah, always hear about them. I actually found that there was a Disney version of that. Yes! Where they changed the Disney characters. I didn't know that. <gasps> Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, Kaylee, in 1999, I was not paying attention. No, I'm not even talking about 1999. Uh, I'm just talking about, like, in general. you've never heard it? No. Because it was I going to the it. candy store on the entertainment. I maybe have heard uh, it, but I would have to hear it Minnie now. and Pluto and Daisy. Yeah, I might have, have heard it. But, I, I mean, was... shout out to you for getting a, your own Disney I know. version of a song. And he's probably still making a million dollars right, today. True that. I mean, it's on the radio all the time, so. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said maybe it was just the timing. Like you know, I said, because I, I said if this song came out, yeah, because I said if his song, because I listened to some more stuff on the album, I said if his stuff came out today, I said people would eat it up because it has that Latin so, yeah. island sound that's like very popular right You know, now. but in the 1999-2000 realm, mm-hmm. Baja Men made, or Who Let the Dogs Out and this song and, you know, they all kind of fit into a genre. Yeah. I don't know what that genre is. It kind of fits into a genre. Not sure. Not sure what it is, <laughs> but it does. But yeah, great. It, that was my favorite song for a long time. Like, yeah. that was my favorite song. <laughs> it's just fun. It makes you feel good. I like these songs that are just random and make you feel good for no reason. Yeah. But yeah, so this is Mambo Number no. 5 by Lou Bega. In the trumpet, a little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Erica by my side, a little bit of Rita's all I need, a little bit of Tina's what I see, a little bit of Sandra in the sun, a little bit of Mary all night long. So, that is going to wrap up another Pop Talk podcast episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Definitely check out these one-hit wonder bops. Yes. And if there's any other cool one-hit wonders that you guys know about that we didn't talk about, let us know because I like being... Educated. No, I just like <laughs> I just like that too, but I like when someone says, oh, this song, and then I like remember, I get like... <gasps> Yes. yes. That yes. song. I love having moments like that when I rediscover songs and I end up re-downloading them. But yeah. So we're gonna quickly wrap up with our don't sleep on these don't <laughs> Don't sleep on these tracks. I was trying to say don't sleep on this tracks and I was like, that's not grammatically correct. But yes, so I have I actually have well I only have one. But, um, I'll, I'll, well, I'll talk about two, and I'll save more for later. So one of mine is, that I'm actually really excited to play. This is probably the most excited Don't Sleep on This Track I've had in a while. But it is from, I've played one of their songs before, but it's from the upcoming boy band, Why Don't We. They actually put out their 
the debut single from their first album after putting out, I think, six EPs or wow. something in the last one and a half years. Yeah, they've only been a band for almost two years now. They were all originally five solo artists, and they just decided to, you know, why don't we just be a band? Uh, that's really how it happened. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's corny, but kind of cool at the same time. So they put out their, their debut single, or their lead single from their album. It's called Trust Fund Baby, and oh, yeah. written by Ed Sheeran, which I thought was cool. I was like, wow, they got an Ed Sheeran song as their lead single for their debut album. That's amazing. But then I realized they're on the same label, so it's not as cool. Now, do people like Ed Sheeran and Julia Michaels who write songs for other people, do they just do that to get the money out of it? Or do they not just want to sing their well, own songs? Some, I mean, some people, you write a song and then it just doesn't either work for you or it doesn't work for maybe the project, And but you like the song a lot, so maybe you think it might fit for somebody else so you can give it to them or play it for them, or sometimes people do. They write a song specifically for people. Like, I'm pretty sure, even yeah. though this kind of sounds Ed Sheerany, and especially in the verses, I do think he wrote it for them. Mm. So, like, Taylor made it for their voices, because they sound the best they've ever sounded mm-hmm. on this song in particular. Like the vocal, the production value, it was the first time they've ever recorded in a big studio because normally they record in their home. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this song is a bop. I'm telling this song is going to be the one that blows them up. I really hope it is. I've so, heard it on the radio. You have? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice, sweet. So this is Trust Fun Baby by Why Don't We. out of me. I don't really want no trust fun baby I like my women independent And I say to people that's my lady And we don't need nothing Okay, so I only have one. Um, it, it literally just came out like two days ago, three days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the new Iggy track oh, okay. featuring Quavo. Oh, good. I don't have to say that one then. Oh, were you going to say it? N- not today, but... Oh, yeah. Um, Savior, Iggy Azalea featuring Quavo. For I was I surprised. like it. I... I like it. I... Okay. I do like it. Uh, I was a huge fan of Mo Bounce, so I'm just a, a little Bounce, disappointed. Bounce, bounce, but yeah, no, I actually, Saber's been growing on me. Um, this, it very, it reminds me a lot of the track that she did with T.I. That, um, um, the one she was featured on? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, it has that kind of Calypso kind yeah. of vibe, mm-hmm. which I love. Um, and I think that she gives Quavo a really good part of I the song. I was so surprised when he was, sounds amazing. When he was singing. I yes, was like, it. He. Oh, I think the whole song works, and so that's why I have yeah. this on my list. Here. I'm, I'm glad that she. This at least with this song moved in more of a poppier direction. Well, she knew that fancy works. She's like, all right, I gotta get back in the fancy mode. <laughs> this isn't even fancy. This isn't fancy mode. I you don't think this, so? No. I don't think so. Fancy was very. Yeah. I don't want to say what uh, I don't want to say brag like bragging, but very, you know. Brash. I even can't even rap it off the top of my head right now. But this is more like this is almost more introspective. Yeah. Like there's a story with this. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. I think and she sounds really good on it. Yeah. I think she gives Quavo a perfect like part of the song. Mm-hmm. The, the melody is great. I'm just saying, Iggy, I really hope it works out for you because you need one. <laughs> so I can't, uh, yeah, I'm, I hope the music video is good because I don't, I saw, did you watch the lyric video? Yes, I did. 
I don't know what that had to do with the song at all, but... I don't care. <laughs> I was entranced. <laughs> but I, have to, I do have to say, she, I mean, she looks really good. I'm, yeah, she does. I mean, she's... I mean... Had surgery, but whatever. But... <laughs> So it's not all natural, but it's, no, she looks no, but she looks really good. So, mm-hmm. so um, this is Savior by Iggy Azalea featuring Quavo. Going through the phases, got me walking out the house so done up. Just in case I see your face and you decide to run up. Yeah, I'm in a different place. I need someone to hold on to. I've been sending up a prayer, hope the call gets suit. Cause my heart beats for you only. I one day be even know me. All right. And my last one before the rain downpours and floods America. Oh jeez. Is um crap. I just lost it. Oh yeah. So the song I was talking about before, the Mike Posner song, is called I think it's In the Arms of a Stranger. I just want to make sure. Yeah, In the Arms of a Stranger is from his 2016 album. At night alone, but the remix, the gray remix that I like so much more than the original came out in 2017. But this song was, it was my jam up the, I told you, right? Mm. It was my jam the beginning of last year. I would sing it all the time. I was like even learning how to play it on piano. I think it's just, it's a well written song. Like Mike Posner is a great songwriter, very slept on in that degree, I think. And just, and what's the difference between this, the remix, and the original is that the remix has this great drop in the chorus, and it's uh, and I I love a drop. Mm. Oh, I love a drop too. Love it's just when it's good too. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Yes. So this song, this song is a bop. It's one of my favorite song, one of my favorite pop songs, and within the last five years. So this is Mike Posner in the arms of a stranger, the Grey remix. Even though I'm wrapped up in the arms of a stranger, pretending it's love. That's our Don't Sleep on This Tracks. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode and for all the episodes. And until next time, Kaylee's going to hit us with that outro song. Why? <laughs> because I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, why don't we play it with? Why don't we end with "Call Me Maybe," one of the most not deserving one-hit wonders of our time. All right. Why? This is not a one-hit wonder. That's what I'm saying. I know. I just, I'm just making it clear oh, okay. again. okay. Okay. But here is Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Actually, one of the one of the best written choruses in pop music history, by the way. Sweet on it, but that's okay. This is Call Me Maybe. Ooh. And until next time, peace out. Bye. Hey, I just met you.